Hello and welcome to Groove Therapy, a podcast that explores the effects of live music on our brains, bodies, and our lives, and provides a space for you, our listener, to learn more about how you can bring the magic of live music into your everyday life. My name is Dr. Leah Taylor, and I am joined here with my fantastic co-host, Tara Lee Weathers. Hello, I'm so grateful to be here. (laughs) I'm so grateful you're here too. Yay. Well, so I'm going to guide you in a little breathing exercise so you can really be present to everything that we're sharing during this podcast. And so if you are driving, keep your hands on the wheel and your eyes on the road, but you can still breathe with us. And if you're a passenger in a car or you are listening to this at home and it's available to you, put your hands on your heart. And feel your heartbeat under your hands. It's your own unique rhythm section. It's the best one in the world. And we're going to take three deep breaths together. So take a deep breath in through your nose. And exhale out your mouth. And inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Thank you so much for breathing with me. Thank you. (laughs) So we have an exciting episode today. Tara Lee, can you tell us a little bit about who our guest is? Yes. So Dawn Jenkins, otherwise known as Donnie B, she is the host of Female Centrix. And she also is now, well, I don't know if I should tell you because she talks about her new position in the podcast. (laughs) So I think I'll let that be a surprise. So you keep on listening. But it's super exciting of um, something that she's up to now. So you'll hear all about that in a little bit. But Dawn is just this like magical, amazing goddess woman. And um, Female Centrics was actually the first female hosted podcast on the Osiris Network. We were the second. And our pa- podcast wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for her and her support and um, and her love. So I'm so grateful for her. And uh, she's just such a fun person. And like her personality is just so wonderful. And it so comes through in this podcast. And I don't know if you You've all listened to female centrics before, but if you haven't, you should definitely give it a listen because yes. what makes her so interesting and so good is that she can talk about really like silly and fun subjects, but also can with just as much enthusiasm and gusto dive into those deep subjects that are difficult to talk about. So I would definitely give her podcast a listen. It's also on the Osiris Network. Yeah, yeah. So for sure, check that out. And that's so true. And that was definitely something that came across. You know, her energy comes across in this interview, her enthusiasm. I love the things that she talks about, you know, just being a woman in a man's world and what that's been like to navigate. Also, just hearing her passion and how she has followed her passion and all of the incredible places that it has led her. That was just so inspiring. So yeah. I can't wait for you to listen to the whole thing. Yeah, you're all in for a treat. Yeah. Well, before we head to that interview, Tara Lee, why don't you let listeners know how they can find out more about you or anything fun that you have to share that's going on? 
Yeah, so I have a really amazing retreat that I am hosting that is happening in Costa Rica this March. It's happening right after Fish Mexico, and it is the perfect place to come and reset and reboot after that experience and also to integrate it fully so you can come up with ways to kind of bring the feelings that you felt at that show that you will also feel at the retreat into your life. And we're going to be doing a lot of work around that so you leave with an action plan, an action step on how to do that in your everyday life. So your everyday rocks just as much as it does when you're at a concert. And so I'm really looking forward to it. It's called called Follow Your Bliss to Costa Rica and Beyond at the Imaloa Institute in Dominical, Costa Rica. And I would love to have you there and talk to you about the possibilities. So if this like speak like kind of sparked your interest at all, head on over to my Instagram at rocking life with two underscores and DM me the words Costa Rica. And I will hook you up with all the deets. We can hop on the phone and just talk about what it would look like for you to come there and also like what you're looking for. So to see if we're a perfect match. Mm, What a fabulous opportunity. Sounds so fun and magical. Yes, um, it is. And speaking of fun and magical things, what are you up to? (laughs) Well, what I am up to is really just keeping in touch with my community through my email list. And I would love for you to come and join our community. You can do that at embodiedgroove.com. I send out an email every other week and it is packed full of just insights from these podcasts. So I dive a little bit deeper into maybe a did you know that we talked about or another aspect of our topic. I also will share anything that I have going on at that time. And I love to create guided meditations or I'll send dances, things that you can actually experience all of the stuff that we talk about here on the Groove Therapy Podcast and how it's you know, movement is healthy for us, expressing our feelings, how music can be healing, all of those things. So I'd love for you to join my community through signing up for my email list at embodiedgroove.com. Wonderful. Everyone stop what you're doing and do that right now. (laughs) Yay. And also, we're just so grateful for you. And we couldn't do this podcast without you. And we would love to connect with you even more. So if you want to head over to the Groove Therapy Podcast community on Facebook and connect with us, we would just love that because we want to get to know you better too. Because you get to know us better every week. We want to get to know you too. And also follow Mm -hmm. us on Instagram, Groove Therapy Podcast. And get to know us there too. And we'll, we'll reach out. Send us messages. Yeah, and make sure to follow us in all the places that you find your podcast and leave us a review or a rating on Apple Pod. If you get your podcast there, it's really helpful to let other people know that you're enjoying it so that they can make sure to, you know, they prioritize sharing us with other people when they think people are actually listening. So let them know that you are listening and that you're enjoying it if you are. We would really appreciate it. Yes, we're all in this together, and we'd love to take a bath. (laughs) And we'll be right back with Dawn. (laughs) Yay. And we're back, and we have Dawn with us, which I am so excited because this podcast would not be in existence if it wasn't for her Dawn and her help and her 
connectingness and and just everything that she is and her support and love and pushing and all that the cheerleading and all that had to happen. So we're so grateful to be able to have her as a guest on our podcast that has happened because of her. And Yay. you all may know her from her podcast, Female Centrics. And now, am I allowed to say what your new position is? Is it announced mm-hmm. to the world? Mm-hmm. She is a producer of Undermine, which is so exciting. Another Osiris yeah. podcast. It's all about fish and it's amazing. Woo-hoo. Thank you, ladies, for having me. I'm psyched to be here. Okay. So uh, speaking of podcasts, like we're a female hosted podcast and you are a female po- hosted podcast. And there's actually not that many of us in the world of podcasting. And so we thought a great theme for this would being a woman in a man's world. And so I just want to ask you, what are your thoughts on that? I know there's probably like a trillion, but <laughs> let's start with that really big question. <laughs> let's see. Well, I'll tell you, it's new to me because I'm a teacher. So in like professional world sense, I guess some things. And as a teacher, it's a very woman, female dominated uh, occupation. And, and now I'm working, I'm uh, the only woman that is on the direct team of Undermine. And I was the only woman podcaster until you guys, you ladies came along in Osiris. And I don't think that that's anything that's thought of from the guys that they're like trying to keep the girls out, you know, something like that going on. It just is what it is. It's more, more males. Funny enough, chatting it up than girls are. (laughs) Um, So, you know, I find that they're all fantastic and supportive and wonderful, but there's sometimes that I just need to pipe up a little bit more. And uh, as soon as I do, every time I've ever brought anything up to them about, you know, needing something or wanting to be part of something, they've always been like, oh yeah, of course, and include me. But I'm finding that I just need to speak, you know, request what I really want a lot more. And also I don't have a background in radio. I don't have a background in, well, besides being a rock star, like on lot for a 20 something, you know, what I mean? <laughs> but like, you know, I don't have any background in all of that. And so I think it's something that I just had to put the hard work in to show them what I could do. And with that, as far as that piece is concerned. Yeah. And you're freaking crushing it. And like, I'm curious. So you know how you have to ask every time you want something? Do you think men in the podcasting world have to ask every time they want something? Or is it more they're just thought of first? So I think that now specifically going into Undermine, what what happened was is that so there were four fish podcasts in Osiris. So it was myself and under the scales with Tom Marshall and RJ and Brian and Matt's helping friendly pad- bleh, podcast. And then, sorry guys, I'm going to forget the um, hosts of Beyond the Pond. And so there's four fish podcasts and, you know, the guys had decided to archive their three and create Undermine. So this was something that they had discussed together. They had decided together and they really wanted to leave the female podcast to shine and still be part of Osiris. So I don't think it was necessarily anything that they thought of one way or another, but because really as soon as I started talking to them, they opened arms and were into it. And it's an interesting thing about how, I guess, different 
in some ways. And what they appreciate from me is really when it comes down to it, is that female perspective. So it's a little bit more emotional, a little bit more getting into the feelings and the and those sort of things. And I remember RJ saying one time, he was just like, you know, sometimes he's like, he's like, you know, you just cut to the chase where we're talking about music coming music. It'll take us 45 minutes to get to the feelings. And I just think that that's a male versus female type of way of, or at least for me anyway, as a female, how I am, because I am very emotional. I am, I want to talk about all the things and all the feelings and all the stories and all of that, along with the music as we go. And not that it's not necessarily separate for that. Yeah. It's like a lot of their podcasts are like technical stuff and logistical stuff and statistical stuff and things like that, where our podcast group therapy is not like that at all. And your podcast is, I mean, you have a little bit of that, but also like you're more of the other kind of things that that's super interesting. And, and actually that's like why I love like I was a huge fan of your podcast before because I love listening to that and like feeling into all the feels and the emotional stuff and everything that goes along with fish and the whole community and the scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And you were early on in my podcast. I can't remember what number you were on, but you were up there early. I was so excited to have you on. And, and now we've had so many adventures together. Mm-hmm. It's just been great. <laughs> yeah. Including AC. That was so fun. The best. Like, yeah, we danced in the ocean together. <laughs> awesome. And what song did you dance to the ocean together? All of them. them. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> There's footage of us dancing to more, but <laughs> but That's yeah, so no, awesome. she, you know, sent me a text right beforehand, and you know, it's hard to meet up with people, and you know, it's like, where are we going to meet? Who's going to meet? Whatever, and she, and it just all synced up, and then the, and we laugh a lot because, like, uh, Jason and I, and they agree the same thing is we feel like that our relationship uh, is similar to Tara Lee and Dan's in the way that they, you know, they're both these tall, really like grounded. Uh, sort of more, a little more quiet kind of guys, you know, and, and then these wild women <laughs> sitting <laughs> around them, <laughs> except we're, we're a little taller than they are. <laughs> That's awesome. And, you know, talking about like bringing in the emotional aspects of the music and like all of the, the stories and all of that, like, I know Tara Lee, you've talked about this before, how important it is to you not just the music, but the experience of live music and even other people that I've talked to in the research that I've done, like that is such a huge part of how the live music brings meaning and value to their lives. And to leave that out is like missing a huge part. So I'm so glad that you can like step up and say, this is important. Let's talk about this. It- yeah, that it's like showing the set list of a show and then someone being like, well, that show obviously sucked. We are like... Mm-hmm. No, because you weren't there and the emotion that happened, like that's what makes a show, not the set list. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, and I just think it's important, you know, like with, with Undermine, it's this really where it's not partnered. I don't want to say that necessarily, but Patrick Jordan, the management and whatnot with Fish is really synced up with Undermine, especially with Tom Marshall being the narrator of it all. And that I knew that there needed to be some sort of female just outlook uh, to this. And to just bring little things to light here and there. And again, this is something that they're like, oh, like, I didn't think of it that way. I'm like, yes, this is, yes, we're doing this. It's fine. It's great. (laughs) You know, like just little things like making sure that for me, like uh, we're editing things right now and making sure like 
you know, that, that we have one episode and there's a lot of females in it. And then another one where there's not necessarily, but they were all kind of packed in. They said, let's try to sprinkle them out a little bit more. So it's not because perception is, what do they say? 99% of whatever. So it's just little things like that. of just kind of pointing them out where they're just, they're, you know, it's not anything that they're trying to do or anything. It's just always good to have a different look on things. And, you know, I've been working so hard being the fish female podcaster that I was, you know, it all, all they can do is say no. And so I'm like, I want to be on it. Okay. Mm. <laughs> That's so awesome. Can mm. you share a little bit of like just your journey and your inspiration to start the first female hosted podcast on Osiris? Like how you started this all? Yeah, it was triggered by Tom Marshall and RJ was this essentially how that piece happened. But so Tom started Under the Scales and he way at the beginning of Under the Scales, this is in fall of 2016, I was listening and he was like, hey guys, if anybody has ideas, send me an email. So I sent him an email in, it was November of 16. And I just said, hey, if you ever want to do one on tour stories, I've got a ton of hilarious tour stories for you if you're interested, you know? And so... April of 17, I got an email from Tom Marshall. I almost fell over. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my goodness. And he was like, hey, no, I'm like, yeah, go for it. I'd love it. So about a week later, I kicked my whole family out and like had, you know, some caffeine. And I sat down and I wrote out my entire summer of 96 tour that I went on because it was literally one debacle, hilarious shenanigan after another. Some of I can tell on the air and some of them I can't just because I have a professional job in children. I don't want to go there just yet, <laughs> but I've got some pretty good ones. And actually one of them is going to be shared on episode 12. So the, the second episode coming up of Undermine. But, and then I also shared this big New Year's Eve miracle we had when we lost our tickets and then we ended up getting tickets from the box office on New Year's Eve and they were VIP that just happened to be left over. So it was, you know, so I told this whole story, right? And so when I sent it off to him, I really got inspired because I was like, I am but a drop in this sea of mm-hmm. fish stories. And so I was like, I want to get a book together. So I was going to call it. I asked Tom if it's okay. I said, can I call it? Things are true that I forget. And he said, go for it. And even on one on Under the Scales on one of the um, episodes, he like advertised for it. And I wrote out all these, well, typed them out. I wrote, typed out all these notes and I folded them all up like the triangles that we used to pass notes in like junior high and high school. <laughs> I passed them out to like however many I passed out at a baker's dozen. So like all that and, you know, started getting it on. So the stories, the stories started coming in and they were good stories, but it really wasn't the direction like, people didn't know me from a hole in the wall. So they're not going to tell me the nitty gritty, dirty stories yet. And that's kind of what I was looking <laughs> for. Like, <laughs> I just, I'm like, you know, there's somebody out there that picked up some lady of the night, brought her a fish show in Vegas sometime. Like that's the stuff I want to hear. Yes. <laughs> right. I want to hear know? that. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Somebody's out there. You call me or whatever, email me, people sections. <laughs> so anyway, and this was right at the same time where fish chicks was really starting to get big. And also another project that just ended up not coming into fruition, but if it had, it would have been great. It was a music empowering women, uh, this photography project. And so I got back to Tom and I said, Hey, I said, what do you think about me sharing like my space with Bethany and this other woman and do a podcast about what women are doing in fish. And that's when he came back to me and he said, well, look, 
um, RJB from Helping Friendly Podcast. And I are starting a new podcast company and we want you, we think you should be the first female podcaster. And I remember sitting in my kitchen and I'm like, looking over at Jason, my husband, I'm telling him this. And I'm like, I, like I talk a lot. I know a lot about fish, <laughs> but like, here's my iPhone post record. Like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing outside of that. But I got back to it right away and said, yes, <laughs> just no plan. I was like, yep, I could do this. And it turned out I got very lucky because my uh, dear friend, Ryan, who still has yet to be to a fish show, but he's a loves music. He's a musician. He loves podcasts. He loves all the technical piece to it. And he has all the toys and he knew the opportunity that was being, you know, given to me. And he knew that this was going to be something that could go somewhere and it was going to be important. And so in between that time, um, you know, a couple of people had kind of gotten in touch with me and this and that, and, you know, being the Leo that I am, I'm the queen and I wanted to just do it on my own. <laughs> and so I jumped in the studio with a couple of my friends and my friend, Jill, who known her since she was 16. I've been running around a lot with her, my friend, Mary, who she got me into fish in high school. My uh, friend Baker, who is just one of my friend, dear friends from, our, from around where I live now. And same thing with Christy. We went in and Jason, my husband, will come in sometimes too. And we just launched the first episode with Bethany from Fish Chicks and just sort of went from there. Going into it though, I was looking up things. And so Tom was sending me like, you know, check this out, check this out to try to, you know, things I had to learn how to do. And one of them was, you know, said, okay, you have to get a mentor. And Tom, you know, took over as my mentor. And it was just, I mean, if you can't, there's not much more like backing behind, you know, besides that to just go for the gold and yeah, we just hit our 65th episode and three years. And I'm I'm not the best on keeping on a schedule these days because life is just busy and whatnot. So I get in when I can and I try to knock them out when I can. I've got a few really good ones lined up and we still have to get in. Uh, Christy and Jason and I did tour together, you know, just did uh, Hershey and AC together. And we have really, really funny stories to tell. So that'll be our next one coming up. But I've got David Welker that I've connected with and Elisa Alicante. It's from, I think that's how you pronounce your name from Fish Series XM. We have uh, some lined up, so we'll be back in the studio uh, soonish. But yeah, so that's kind of how I got into it or exactly how I got into it. <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome. So it was like just listening to Tom's podcast and being like, I have something to share and really following that impulse Yeah, and just seeing where it goes and look where it is now. You said three years later, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Three years later, you're now a producer on Undermine. Yeah. Yeah. And and still have female centrics going too, which is really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a joke about, I'm like, oh, you know, the end game is to be best friends with Trey. You know, I just, (laughs) 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 I have these like crazy, like I don't dream much, but I have a reoccurring dream. It happens every, however many months. And literally everything, like I dream that Trey and I, are like eating snacks on a couch, watching a movie. It's the <laughs> same dream every time too. I'm like, this is just weird. <laughs> um, but just, and I call like sitting at the cool kids table, you know? I mean, it's just really like, you know, it's a lot of hard work, but like I've been a groupie since new kids on the block. So now I get to like, really like, <laughs> you know, like yeah, hands Who on. Who is your favorite them. new kids on the block? Danny. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I liked the bustles. I guess. <laughs> yeah, but I've always been into like, you know, memorabilia and all of that stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, and I just, I'm the type of person that like you miss 100% of the shots you don't go for. Mm-hmm. The worst, you know, the worst somebody can say is no. And it's, Tara Lee has been incredibly helpful with helping me find my being a Leo and myself and just being that like sort of, I want to say bossy, but I guess kind of bossy type of person. But I guess it's also part of me that I'm, I have to watch, you know, that I'm like, that's, that's the thing that I watch in my life. And so just not kind of trying to find the right wording and whatnot to express myself without constantly putting the, well, I think, or maybe, or like those sort mm-hmm. of things. Like she's definitely helped me like edit certain emails and this and that, where she'll just go back right over it and be like, nope, take this out, take this out, take this out. And then when I read it, I'm like, that's what I want to say without me being like, well, maybe, and I don't know, what do you think? You know, like that wishy-washy kind of stuff. And, you know, I just feel like, you know, if you want to talk to somebody and if you want something to happen in your life, then just do it, <laughs> you know? So they just say no, and then you just, you know, that's that. But a lot of them have said yes. And this is how I've had the opportunity to interview somebody like uh, Jay Blakesburg. I literally just sent him a message on Facebook and... Then all of a sudden I'm talking to the man who photographed the Grateful Dead for 30 years and fished for, you know, 20 something years. And his stories were phenomenal, you know, following leads from talking to Brooke Hancock, who turned out, you know, she's the shot Baba Cool glasses girl. And turns out that she's best friends with Bella Anastasio and then followed that leave. And here I got to have a couple hour conversation with Bella. And that was phenomenal. You know, it's been a lot. Carl Gearhart was another one. He was just a sweetheart. And he got in touch with me because I, when I put all those requests out for stories, he sent me an email saying, Hey, I got stories for you. And I was like, Whoa, <laughs> no way. I'm like, mm-hmm. I got a, you know, a podcast out. And he was the first one to actually come into our studio. So, mm-hmm. and we're still really close, you know, we still talk often and, and uh, you know, plan to do things together and stuff like that. So um, it's been a lot and let alone all the beautiful fans like of fish that are doing amazing things out there like Tara Lee and like, you know, Leoria who, you know, I connected with him. He's a concert poster artist. And then he ended up like creating my logo for my business, for my as the world business and all these people in between. And man, we get on there and sometimes we're just on there and we're shooting the shit and we get drunk (laughs) and we're just (laughs) laughing, telling stories. And, you know, it's like, so it just depends on, you know, how serious the topic is or whatever. And, And that's the other thing is that I'm not afraid to talk about my personal life or more serious topics and, and this and that, of course, there's some things that I, I keep to myself, but honestly, it's much more just a, like, just in case my kids listen or <laughs> like that, mm-hmm. but like, you know, I often laugh. I'm like, God, if I even told everybody like half the other stuff I do, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm not a bad girl sometimes though. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> it, it's all good. And I think we're in a community where it can all appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And I love how you shared. So, you know, I was thinking like, well, I wonder like what would be some inspirations for people listening that are like, you know, I'm a woman and I really want to do something, but I'm kind of nervous about it. And I love how you were able to share that even like as the confident woman that I see right in front of me, like still asking for things, there was that language of like, well, maybe, and you know, 
and sort of and whatever it is that like takes away from the directness of it. Mm-hmm. And as women, like that's just so ingrained in us. So, you know, like it's really important to normalize that to say like even as a confident woman that knows what you want and and how to get it, like there's still that barrier of I'm a woman and whether it's conscious or unconscious and I have to kind of like tiptoe around and be the nice one and like, you know, not ask too directly. Mm -hmm. So I really appreciate you naming that. And Mm -hmm. also some of the things that I heard that were helpful in that were you had somebody to help support you in it. Mm -hmm. Right. So Mm -hmm. Tara Lee was right there to say, no, say it like you mean it, you know, and this is what you need to cut out. And also that you did it, even though I bet that you were probably nervous about it. And you know. so nervous. <laughs> so scared. nervous. Yeah. I mean, not that I thought I was going to like get kicked out of the boys club or anything like that. But like, who am I to like ask them that? But then I came back to it. I was like, no, like I'm busting my butt. And it was more like, you know, and I, like, you know, I keep kind of go back to the Leo thing or whatever, like the ego thing, this and that. And I think that that's something I'm just conscious of, you know, just because I am very strong person, personality and all that kind of stuff is, um, but like, I, I mean, if I'm being honest, I would have been hurt if there was another woman that was doing that with them, you know, and like, right. right? And not that that wouldn't have deserved it, but like, I've been with them since day one, you know, so like that I know of, there wasn't anybody like contending for it or anything like that anyway, you know, we've mm. got a great woman um, named Christina and she does um, a lot of like the advertising work and that sort of, she's great. We have our meetings every Thursday and, and whatnot. And sometimes I'm busy, but I'm at least able to, you know, I just turn the things off and, but I'm still be able to keep up with it and, and listen to it all. But it's just so interesting. So many people have so many neat things to say. Mm-hmm. And I've been on these amazing journeys and, and, you know, they're just one thing kind of falls into another and, and then you just get more love in your life. And I don't know, I'm a love bug. So <laughs> mm-hmm. like, yeah, <laughs> my, my husband's like, you are a friend hoarder. I'm like, I don't hoard them. I share, but I have mm-hmm. a lot of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely one thing that I have appreciated about this podcast, which again, probably would not be in existence if it wasn't for you. Because, you know, I think Carolee and I, I know, at least for myself, I was the same way. I was like, I want to have a podcast. I'm going to go for Osiris. Why not reach for the top, you know? And so I got in touch with you and I was like, I'm thinking about doing this. And at the mm-hmm. same time, Tara Lee was putting something together too. And and just us asking for it and reaching out ended up getting us together and here we are. And it's just like, even though it comes from inside the individual, like the amount of collaboration and just like connection that has been able to happen because of it is like really awesome. And it's kind of like a parallel to our, our music community, you know, Mm -hmm. how like, you just never know who you're going to meet and what kind of value they're going to bring into your life. And yeah, yeah, you know, where that might big, take you. Yeah, you've had some really big names on your podcast so far. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's been really cool. And it's really nice with us doing it together because, you know, Tara Lee knows people and I know people. And like, so together we have really cool people that we can talk to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which, Tara Lee, are you back yet? <laughs> can you? Hear I'm not us? sure. Am I? I think you are. <laughs> I don't want to keep talking for you or for us if you're here and can I don't 
mind. I've been like, I've been loving hearing you all talk about me. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Well, I mean, keep going. Don't stop on my behalf. Right. (laughs) Well, and, and, you know, it was like Tara Lee. I mean, really, because I wouldn't, I don't think I ever would have really been able to like find the voice and that have that confidence. Like there was so many times that I'm just like, uh, need you like like is this okay is this okay and then you just helping me be like nope take I think out take this just say what you want to say and I think that that's what needs to be said you can't have the wishy-washy and I think that's also in a in the business world too which I'm not I have a business I run a business but like I play in the woods with kids and teach and that sort of thing and I'm not great at the business part so <laughs> it's like I have a bookkeeper an accountant those type of things but just in and really it's carried over into that language has carried over into how i'm wording things in my business as well is just staying firm and believing in yourself and stating what you want and that's that this is like a slightly different subject but i think it's also in the like saying what you want so if you could have any guest on your podcast out of anyone in the whole world who would it be try (laughs) <laughs> you know, uh, so Trey, if you're if you're listening if you're listening right now, Don is that ask him ask him very confidently right now to come be on yes, your podcast. Trey Anastasio, I cannot wait for you to be on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it will happen sometime, and not only that, but I have daydreamed for my entire life that I want to sing if I could with him because I'm a singer. <sighs> It's my dream. And someday I just keep going for it. I'm like, you know, I just. Uh, Cause why not? Right. <laughs> like I have practiced the part, the female part of that song over and over and over envisioned myself, like getting up on the stage, you know, randomly for some reason, <laughs> you know, or whatever. Um, and I was psyched because, um, Benny St. Clair, who is in the cover, uh, the main fish cover band, pardon me, Doug, he came on my podcast and I was able to sing it like big joke, fake trade, I call it, you know, and I uh, got to sing it with him. And then we actually opened up, I came up and sang that song with him when we opened up for Pink Talking Fish at a show in Portland, Maine, however many months later. So I'm, I'm almost there. <laughs> so Don, I'm hoping that this is really good juju for me because I've been chasing that song for like over 20 years. I've never seen it. It was like the oh. song that I just always want to see. And I feel like this is my year. <laughs> so I, I don't know where it's going to happen, but... Don't play it at Shoreline Fish because no. what show is you going to? I'm I'm going to Dicks. Okay, um, That's so I'm excited for that. Yeah, I really I yeah Dicks or yeah, let's make it happen at Dicks because who knows mm. about fall tour right now? But yeah, right, right. Let's get her done. I know it's funny because Saturday night of uh, AC, it's the beginning of Mike's song. My husband turns around. He's like, "Done." He's like, "Make them play sloth." And so I just like sat there and I was like, did like some like, whatever, I just me like whatever. And freaking kid you not, where as soon as Big Kapow was done, they went into slop and both turned around. I'm like, yeah, they listened to me. They didn't catch my, my Gayuti message on my birthday, but that's okay. (laughs) They did play you sexy thing, the entire thing. And I felt like they were serenading me the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it. Why not? (laughs) Oh, I love that so much. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm so excited for you to like be sitting on the couch watching a movie and eating snacks with Trey and talking about how you just like wanted him to be on the podcast and sing the song. And you're like, and now I've done all those things and we're just friends. 
What right? movie are you watching? Do you know? <laughs> um, I'm not quite sure yet. Well, I'm just see what's, what's, what's hot in Netflix. At the <laughs> I hope it's like girls just want to have fun. I don't know why. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I love that I like movie it. too. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. And you know, it's that thing. It's like, you know, you've got the, of course, the band members and I have my request out. Pretty cool thing of um, Patrick Jordan messaged me on Facebook. Sometimes it was during the pandemic and he just was thanking me. And was like hearing what you're doing and been loving your, your podcast and, and what you're saying. And, you know, if you ever need anything, let me know or whatever. And I almost like just fell out of my chair. I'm just like, what? You know, like, and so, you know, with the undermine coming up and the guys being involved and we just did that. Sorry, the one with Trey, I should know these things. A lot again. So there's a lot of interviews with that one. So I just was like, whenever it's time, I'm ready when you guys are ready. Cause again, just put it out there and he just came back and said, yep, we're doing this, this, and this. And if, you know, if the guys have something to say and if it's going to work out, I'll, I will definitely keep you in mind. I'm like, fantastic. Cause again, so, you know, how you roll with it, but you know, I'm, I'm really just interested in anybody that's got really neat things going on and, um, and just keep, keep making connections because just even when, you know, it's just the little things like when we were on just on this little last run, we're on the beach and these two girls came up to me and they were like, are you Tony V? And I'm like, yeah. And they were like, oh my God. And the girl goes, I just, I had to come up to you to let you know that she's like, I don't, I don't think I would have made it to the pandemic without you. She's like, I just like, you were, I know. I was just like, what? she's like, yeah, you, you know, you really made a difference and you really got me through it. And I'm like, oh, you know, and it's just little things like that. It's like, if I could make a difference in anybody's life and make people smile. And, you know, if we're talking about something like, you know, our last one was with Stephanie McPhail, who helps women change the course of toxic relationships. And, you know, if there's anybody in there that for, you know, we did that great one with the girls from um, You Enjoy My Clit. And just, I have no problem talking about sex. I love sex and I love all the things and talking about it. And that was, I found to be a really important message about women being able to speak up for themselves and teaching the anatomy and, and all of that. And just things like that. We're talking to Kate Wiseman, who's the daughter of the founder of the 12 tribes who stayed there until she was 30 and left with the, you know, clothes on her back. I mean, her story is just unreal. And I've had people all around the world reach out to me and wanting to connect with her and wanting to thank me for this and this and that. I recently had somebody from Australia got get in touch with me. It's interesting. She got in touch with me because she's she's like an internet sleuth where she tries to like she tries to like solve missing person cases that are just kind of left open. And she followed uh, a lead and that this woman that may be hidden within the 12 tribes and sent me all this stuff and asked me to get in touch with Kate with pictures and whatever. I'm trying to connect with that. And I was just completely random, you know? So it's just, uh, I don't know. It's just interesting to know, just talking about what I love and knowing people and just making a difference in anybody's life outside of my immediate friends and family is a really special thing to me. Yeah. Well, and you're so brief because you're talking about like really difficult topics as well. And what you do so well is that like, it's also like you do silly, lighthearted, fun, like tour stories. And you also were talking about these difficult subjects and you do it both so incredibly well. Mm, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And it, you know, and it can be therapeutic too, you know, um, Jason and I sat down and we decided to tell our story about our, our trip to uh, GD50. 
And really none of the GD50 would have happened if we hadn't lost a baby. And it was a traumatic experience for both of us. And however many years later, we decided to get up there and we went back and, you know, before I forth on it, and we're like, you know what? Like, we can't tell that we can't tell the full GD50 story without talking about our little guy that we lost. And, and, and I think, you know, just stuff like, you know, with that, because we, it was a wanted pregnancy that we had to terminate because he had trisomy 18. And it took me a long time to really find support for that specific type of baby loss. You know, there was a lot of stillborn and abortions and this and that, but not the wanted. It was really hard. And so, and I was embarrassed for a really long time. I don't know why. It was just a feeling I had or shamed, I guess, is what I tied to it. So it took a long time, but it was just great to get it out there, honor our little guy. And when we were ready for it, and then go into us being freaking rock stars before because it is a, like you guys you haven't heard that story that is a funny one so mm-hmm. like, you know they'll call me column b you know <laughs> that's so awesome i'm really inspired to go back to listen to a lot of your podcasts now i've heard a lot of them but i have not listened to all of them and mm-hmm. so yeah what do you to kind of wrap it up like what do you have that you'd love to share with listeners on the horizon or anything last that you'd like to leave with anybody who's a female or just feeling like, you know, maybe marginalized, however, and want to have their voice heard? Yeah. Um, I think it's just, I think that overall, I think society and overall in, in men and the men, at least that I surround myself with and a lot in our community and specifically the fish community, you know, I think everybody's moving to that, the openness and involvedness with, with men and women together, doing the same sort of thing, being on the same level. But I think it's just remembering that for me anyway, that, um, I'm never, I don't ever think that these guys are ever trying to leave me out. Cause I'm a girl. It's not that I just think sometimes it's just doing their thing. And then it, it's, and so I feel like it's just, if you feel like something is not going the way that you need to, or you're not being recognized the way you need to, this is sort of step back for a second and try to approach the conversation without immediately going in and thinking that they're doing it on purpose. Because, and, and not to say that there aren't jerks out there, because there are, but like I just, in my experience so far, it's just been, you know, explaining what I want. This is what I want to do. And, and then just keep moving forward with it, you know? And so just uh, being clear and not afraid to express yourself and forward. And uh, yeah. And then, then on the horizon, so female centrics, you know, we plan on, on continuing. I wish I could get myself back into that every other week schedule that I was so great about with those first two years, but you know, I am really loving during that time. I was at another nine to five type of job and I've opened my own business now as the world nature immersion. I work with children in the forest uh, 15 to 30 hours a week. And, and I'm, you know, helping produce undermine. So, um, and I, but I want, you know, female centrics is still really important. It's just that the, the schedule is not going to be that consistent, but we've got some good things coming up with that. Uh, so to, to, you know, please subscribe and, and listen, just listen out for it. And then, um, yeah, and enjoy undermine as well, because, uh, season two is coming out September 8th and we have been working really hard. There's probably been over a hundred interviews done and yeah, yeah, yeah. And the team of guys that I'm working with are all just hardworking, passionate, lots of family guys and, and whatnot. And, you know, Benji Eisen's our writer and, 
I got a chance to interview him and gotten close to him over, over the years. And, you know, he manages Billy Kritzman too. So, you know, it's funny stories, but he just talked to me like, Oh yeah, Billy texted me this morning at six 30. No big deal. Really? <laughs> it's a casual conversation, but it's kind of like that kind of stuff because I love the whole like goopy fun, you know, whatever type I'm like, Oh my God, <laughs> I still get starstruck with all of it. You know, <laughs> it's hard to keep my wet, my tail from wagging. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wag that tail. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Get it, girl. Yep. <laughs> um, thank you so much for having me on your your podcast. I really am proud of you, ladies. It's awesome to to see you doing what you're doing. You both have so much to share with the world and and uh yeah. Good stuff. Thank you so much, Dawn. We really appreciate you and so much gratitude to you and what you're doing and just how supportive you are to others and inspiring. So thank you. Thank you. Yes. You are welcome. Yes, we love you so much. Yay. Yeah. I love you. Someday we'll dance again all together. Wherever. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and I'll use that same sloth mojo uh, during Dick's fur if I could for you. Yes, yes, that sounds fabulous. Pretty immediate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. All right. I love That's you, girls. Me. Love you. Love you. All right, everyone. We'll be right back. And we're back. What a wonderful human being Don is. Yes, I'm so glad that she got to come and share some of herself with us and with you. And we hope that you are even more inspired right now after our interview with Don. Yeah, I learned so many things. But one thing was that if the thing that you want to do doesn't exist, you just create it. And she wanted a female hosted podcast and she created it. That's right. That's right. And, you know, even if it's like, that's not the thing that's clear in the beginning, like just keep following those little breadcrumbs of like, Oh, yeah. Tom Marshall has, is talking about how he wants to hear stories from people. I have lots of stories. I can share those stories. And, you know, even if you're nervous about or if something makes you nervous, that doesn't mean that it's not the right thing. It's just a little bit scary. And that's OK. That's what courage is. It's feeling the fear and doing it anyway. Yeah. Well, and like, I mean, I talk about this a lot. I probably have talked about it in this podcast a lot, but it's like. When you feel scared, it feels the same as if you're being chased by a tiger and your life is in danger as if you're just doing something that is a little outside your comfort zone, like in your body as a survival mechanism, it will literally feel the same. So you just kind of have to like look over one shoulder and then look over the other shoulder. And if there's no tigers and your life is not in danger, then it's like feeling that fear and going for it anyway. And she's definitely done that because she I love how she's like, you know, I have no radio experience. I've never done any of this. And now she's a producer on Undermind, which is like mm -hmm. one of the top fish podcasts in the entire world. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. It's so cool. And, you know, it just reminds me that like sometimes we have to take those steps because if we were to think about that in the first place, like it would be so far fetched in our mind that we would never believe it. 
but it's like if we can just take one step in the direction that we want to go and then our brain can kind of get used to that and then like we take the next step and then by the time we get to being a producer on undermine if we're like don then our brain is like oh yeah of course this makes sense yeah <laughs> this I'm, is what's yeah. what's happening right now like i'm ready for this now but if you gave if you threw yeah. this out me at me a while ago i don't know yeah to go from like you know just a fan and a listener to oh i'm going to be a producer of the show yeah it so might be cool. too too far too fast so. Yeah. Well, I loved so many of the things that she talked about. And I, I'm really looking forward to your part because I always learn so much. Yeah. Well, you know, Dawn talked about a lot. And of course, I can only choose one thing for the did you know, really. But what really stood out to me was kind of what we've been talking about. It's like going after what you want but also noticing that you might feel a little bit nervous about it or you might not feel like you have all the confidence that you need. And that's okay. That's absolutely, totally normal. And the cool thing that I am going to share for our... Did you know? Is that there are ways that you can help influence your confidence. And so I'm going to be highlighting some research from Dr. Amy Cuddy, who just as an aside, Amy is a huge deadhead. And I really want to get her on the podcast because she has that kind of like connection between live music and then also living a healthy lifestyle. But Amy has done a lot of research on what she calls power poses and how our postures influence how we feel inside. And specifically, she measures testosterone as well as cortisol. So cortisol is a stress hormone. Testosterone is kind of like, you know, males have a lot more testosterone than females. They tend to be stronger and, you know, all the things. But testosterone also is correlated with our confidence, with how powerful we feel. And when we are in certain postures, like sitting with our shoulders hunched, our head down, maybe even our arms folded, then we will feel less powerful, less confident, and our stress levels will actually rise. So our confidence goes down, our stress goes up. And what you want when you want to reach out for something that you want or go to a job interview or talk to the person that you're hoping to create a connection with is you want to feel less stress and more powerful. So Amy highlights a few different ways that you can get there. And, you know, we learn a lot from looking at the animal kingdom. And if you think about animals, like there are a lot of animals out there that when they get, when they feel threatened, they rise up, right? So they like get really big so that they can look more powerful, also so that they can feel more powerful. And we as human beings can do the same thing. That is so interesting. And thank you so much for sharing that. And so we are going to put that into practice in my section for the Daily Jam. So I know you all can't see us when we are doing this, but when we say for our section, we both do a little dance. (laughs) (laughs) We can hear it in our head. (laughs) (laughs) Also, whenever I listen to this with my husband, I always smile at him because he is the one. I don't know if you all if you know that out there, but that's my husband doing. That's his his words. And I'm always like, ha, that's you. And he gets all embarrassed. Um, (laughs) But okay, so for 
for my section, we are going to put the power pose into practice. So I want you to look in the mirror and practice some poses where you feel your biggest and strongest and most confident. So maybe it's like legs apart, hands on your hip. Maybe it's sitting in a chair with your hands behind your head. Maybe it's standing like a starfish with your legs out wide and your arms out wide. Whatever your power pose is, I want you to experiment with it and feel where you feel the most powerful. And then I want you to stand in that pose, set a timer, and stand there for a full two minutes and then let us know what happens. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can't wait to hear, you know, noticing how you feel after it. Maybe you don't have anything to do after it. You just want to check it out and see how it makes you feel. And then maybe you have something really important that you want to use this before and let us know the outcome after that. Yeah, maybe you just have to walk to the end of your driveway and get the mail, and then you're just like, whoa, (laughs) I just strutted my stuff out there. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Yeah, it's really amazing. I love this stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm trained in somatic psychology, so I've learned a lot about how our body holds our feelings and our past experiences. And I I also love knowing that we can influence it. You know, it doesn't, we don't have to be like a victim to our past experiences. We can actually say, oh, I want to feel more powerful today. I know exactly what I can do to help me get there. Yeah, actually, this reminds me of, I had this like kind of traumatic experience when I was in second grade of wanting to lead the Pledge of Allegiance and raising my hand and then getting really scared and putting my hand down and then the teacher starting to scream and yell at me. And so I like, I just started and the kids were all laughing and I had the story of like, I'm going to get in trouble if I speak up. And it kind Mm -hmm. of it kept on showing up in different ways as I was growing up. Um, But then I was like, you know, I really need to heal this. So I reached out to my friend who is a second grade teacher and I asked if I could lead the pledge in front of her class. And she said Mm -hmm. that I could. And I, before I did it, I sat and shared what had happened to me in second grade. And this, I'll like never forget it. This one little boy, he looked at me and he goes, Tara Lee, this is what I do whenever I need to speak in front of people. I go into the bathroom and I look in the mirror and I can't remember his name, but we'll just say his name's Bobby. And he goes, Bobby, you can do it because you are amazing. And then I strut and I come back in the classroom and I can talk in front of everyone. I feel so confident. <laughs> well, Bobby. <laughs> right? <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. (laughs) Yeah. He just is like a natural at his power pose. (laughs) Nice. Comes naturally to some people, but not to everybody. Yeah. I know. We all need to channel a little bit of Bobby in our everyday. (laughs) Yeah. I know I do. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, you're welcome. Absolutely. Well, we are so happy that you are listening to our podcast. We so appreciate you. And please send us some love if you can by leaving us a rating or review at Apple Pod, by following us on all the platforms that you can get your podcast. So subscribing, that means that you will be the first to know when we have a new episode drop. And also you can have it on the go if you're not connected to Wi-Fi, which is also really cool because, you know, sometimes that happens and you're like, what am I going to listen to? Well, here we are. You have the Groove Therapy podcast there for you. Yeah, I'm driving to the Adirondack Music Festival this weekend and I have a bunch of podcasts that I subscribe to that I can listen to. Definitely the new female centric ones from Atlantic City. I'm going to listen to for sure. 
Nice. Yes. And also be sure to follow us on Instagram at Groove Therapy Podcast and join our community on Facebook, Groove Therapy Podcast Community. We are part of the Osiris Podcast Network and we're so grateful to be and we're so grateful for each and every one of you because we could not do this without you or we would just be talking to ourselves, which is totally cool, but we're so happy that you listen to us too. Yes, we are. Thank you so much and we'll catch you next time. Okay. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.